What's up, y'all? Sean here. Today, I am super stoked for this episode. Um, I will be chatting with author Patricia Martucci. She is one incredible person. You know what she does in the you know education field and coming up with this concept of her book Princess Sophia, which you can get on Amazon today, is amazing. And I was super excited to talk to her on Insta Live a week or so ago. It was a good time. Thanks to everyone who came on and joined us. Um, it's a really fun conversation. And here it is, my interview with author Patricia Martucci. And joining me now, she is a fantastic author, Patricia F. Martucci. What's going on? Yeah, making her podcast debut. Yes. (laughs) So, are you a big podcast listener, or is this kind of a new thing for you? It's very new. I mean, I've tried to dabble with it a bit, but I just never got into anything in particular. Yeah. What kind of stuff are you into? Like, like comedies, or like when it comes to podcasts, you news, or what? Yeah, I would say comedies, um, like self-help type things. I'm into, or um, I'm into things like uh, crystals and astrology and different things like that. So whenever I see something like that, it catches my attention. You need to listen to the podcast that we did with um, psychic medium Dina Janelle. We did that about I don't know. It's been a couple years already. This podcast has been on. Yeah, this podcast has been on for. Jeez, uh, I can't believe I'm saying that. It'll be uh, three years in November, but. Uh, yeah, there's a long story, but I used to have a co-host. Oh, okay. But so tell me about your like history as a writer. Did you is this like a new hobby or was it like a hobby turned career? So yeah, it's pretty new for me. Um it started when COVID just hit. What was that, March? Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to seriously write and I really liked writing my whole life, but I never actually did anything with it and so I would say yeah it's definitely like a hobby but now I'm trying to get it you know more out there I want it in the schools I plan on writing a series so fingers crossed but it definitely started when COVID hit because I remember kind of just saying myself I'm not gonna get into this depressed mode I know there was so much going on in the world yeah Um, few of my friends got sick so I I was like, you know what? This is the perfect time. I'm home. I have extra time to myself. Mm -hmm. I'm a teacher. I was teaching from home. Mm -hmm. And uh, I came across this webinar that was really amazing. Uh, His name is Carl Michelle. He um, had a free webinar, writing webinar, and Mm -hmm. gave out all these different tips and um, feedback and different things like that. And he, uh, he had a few webinars continuing that. So... I followed him and his webinars for a while, and he really helped me out and uh, started my writing career. And that's when uh, Princess Sophia came about. Yeah, well, let's let's not uh, bury the lead. I saw some of the reviews on Amazon. 
Doing pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty good there. So I'm interested on how, because you said you're like brand new uh, author. And I know you just said that you had someone help you get started. But how do you go from not like having any like, you know, past history writing to having a best-selling, um, best-selling book so quick? Like, you know, I feel like that's more of a social media thing. Like back in the day, you couldn't just go from zero to 100 real quick. Is that is that what happened kind of? Is it social media kind of helped you out? Well, it happened so fast, I couldn't believe it myself. I'm like, this is not happening right now. I didn't believe that I was going to make number one on Amazon so quick. You know, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to take maybe a month, maybe two months for people to start really engaging. But all the things that led up to me publishing it right. really, helped out a lot like you said social media um you know there's an algorithm but right reaching out to people i literally wrote down every single person that i knew yeah in a note it took time it's very tedious but all that work really helped me um get to number one that quick i the whole process from when i wrote it to publishing it happened about six seven months but getting to number one on amazon mm-hmm. happened yeah, I'm not trying to show, throw shade on the Gen Z uh, audience, but I feel like that's an older kind of method. Like, I feel like that's something that is kind of lost nowadays. Everyone's just like, you know, you send doc, yeah. you know, you go on uh, Microsoft Office. They have everything on, you know, an app. You can do a spreadsheet on an app. So, you know, the fact that you took time like that, that's admirable. crazy and it's crazy in a good way because what kind of drew me to you was that I'm also in the school I'm a substitute teacher so yeah so I don't know how I came across uh your profile but when I saw when I did a little research on that book I'm like and the photos that you had I feel like you're trying to make a difference in society and I feel like I want to be around good people like I feel like you'd be good people to have on the on the podcast, so I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I feel like that as well. Like I did a lot of um, deleting over <laughs> the past few months. People I didn't, you know, thought was good to have around, or was just giving out information that was not positive at all. It was just, you know, I get those people out of your life, out of your yeah. news out of your everything and I promise you that you will grow from there mm-hmm. for sure. I actually started as a substitute teacher too. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the subs. Let's get back to the book. So tell tell us about the uh the book. Like what what was your inspiration behind it? How did you come up with the idea be, uh behind um Princess Sophia? I am a first grade teacher like I said. Mm-hmm. So 
teaching for about five years now, and I've um, I work in Bed Stuy, Brooklyn, in New York, and uh, very type of setting. Mm-hmm. And students, they're just so full of life and um, very charismatic. And I've learned a lot teaching in the school that I'm at now, Brooklyn Charter School. Shout out to Brooklyn Charter. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Oh. <laughs> a lot of my kids are very charismatic, and it's based on this one little girl. I'm not going to say her name, but um, she just had a very spicy kind of attitude. And I feel like a lot of times in schools that's, like, frowned upon, we yeah. always expect children to kind of sit and be quiet and, you know, follow directions. That's not real life. And I feel like our um, direction is going that way, kind of student-led, but not yet. It's still in that kind of sit-down, do-your-work type mode. So I try to be like that in my classroom. And um, this one girl, she always spoke her mind. You know, she was very feisty. She always kind of defended herself in a good way. She had a voice. Right. Um, So that's what Princess Sophie based off of. And a lot of my experiences in the classroom as well. We don't like uh, spoilers here here on Sensibly Cynical. You know, you know, you don't want to tell the <laughs> story unless you want to. But uh, you know, you gotta give them a teaser. So yeah. I, I assume it's the first day of school, and and uh, how long's the how long's the book? Um, it's not long. I think it's about forty two pages for a children's book. It's it's normal, I would say. Did you know the illustrator, or was it just referred to you? Was the illustrator referred to you? And mm-hmm. you could find pretty much anybody on this website to help you create your book. So I found my um, illustrator. I found the person to do my cover. I found my editor. And I found the person to uh, format it for me from paperback to ebook. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you could find anybody on this website. And my illustrator, she is so amazing. <coughs> she is Sri Lanka, actually. And it took me a while to find an uh, illustrator that I, you know, liked their work because I was looking for a specific kind, um, more like cartoony. I feel like a lot of the illustrations now in books are very realistic, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's bad in any way. <laughs> I was looking for a more cartoony kind of look because with my personal experiences, um, kids are more drawn to that. I feel like right. So. Obviously, everyone in your school has the uh, the book. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of them bought it on their own too. Um, I I gave the information to a lot of my family, so I have a lot of uh, support from them, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just so much fun seeing my students with my book. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, so I'm sure they got a I'm sure they got a discount, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Plead the fifth on that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I could tell the New York accent. I could tell it a little bit there. Really? I mean, why? Are you not born and raised there? I am. Yeah. yeah it, I, I don't think I have an accent. It's, it's but I- really small. Like, some of my best friends are from uh, New York. And so I can tell, I can tell the, uh, the accent. Like my best friends from Yonkers. Means, mm. and I work in Brooklyn, and mm. I live in Long Island. 
to be a little bit of everything. What do you do for like fun up there? I know with COVID nineteen, everything you know, everyone's staying in and you know, masking up. Hopefully, when they go out, what's there yeah. to do up there during this time? I like, mean, you- I'm an island, so it's a little different. Um, there's indoor dining and different things like that, but it's just six feet apart. So mm. you know, go out and do different things. You just have to wear your mask, like you said, or stay separate. But I'm still a little, like, weird with being indoors, honestly. Yeah? Yeah, I'm just a little nervous, you know, still. You and Netflix and chill? Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I bought, I don't even watch TV, really. And over these past few months, I've watched more TV than I've ever imagined myself watching. So I bought um, HBO. I was thinking about buying the Disney Plus Mm-hmm. And yes, and I have Netflix. I have all three. Yeah, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big Netflix person myself. I'm a like, so I don't have cable. So I usually I just I got like the CBS All Access or whatever. You know, what's your? Are you big into TV? Like, what's your thoughts on all that? Like with um, cable kind of being shown the door, so to speak. Like, what's your thoughts on the on demand programming? Do you like that? The direction it's yeah. going. Like, I know a lot of uh, kids to have the Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. So. It's just like there's more, not only just, you know, regular TV shows and, and videos, but there's educational stuff to watch. I love the documentaries. Mm-hmm. Those are probably one of my favorite things to watch. Yeah. And of course, you know, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure they get paid handsomely to <laughs> the people that are being documented. I'm sure they get paid handsomely. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, so I know you said briefly about your your like plans, writing, moving forward. Can you give us a little uh, little hint on what you got? You got anything in the works? So I want to do a series of Princess Sophia. It's it's more of a social emotional kind of book. Um, Sophia is her first day of school, like mm-hmm. we said. Yeah. And you know, in kindergarten, for a lot of students, they They don't do as intense work as in first grade. So it's a really big transition for them. And I want to do a lot more of social-emotional books, just like Princess Sophia. So that's why I was thinking of doing a series and having her go through, you know, different experiences or different things that she didn't think would happen to her and how she got through it or what did she do. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of times children's books are very, I don't want to say imagination-like, but I want to do more of a a real-life scenario. You want to go that route where it's a real story, but it's through, like, a cartoon. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like, take it back to the same uh, illustrator. Oh, for sure, And be like, be like round two. (laughs) So what were the challenges behind writing this? I mean, we're talking about all the positives and benefits, clearly, because you're benefiting children. And But what was, what was like the biggest challenge? Um, biggest 
So I think first thing was investing in myself. I'm not used to putting money into myself and watching my ideas grow. It doesn't just start off with nothing. For example, I had to, you know, buy the webinars that was amazing, which taught me how to write and, you know, all the important points to it. And then, you know, you have to hire your illustrator and all these different people. So that was one thing, investing in yourself. You have to remember that it's a positive thing Mm. and you're building on it, you know. Mm. And another thing I would say was writing too much. So I would write and write and write. And then I reread it. I'm like, oh, my God, this is too much. I have to take some (laughs) stuff out. But my mentor, when he was helping me through all of this, he said that's a good thing, actually. You write as much as right, you can. Right, and then cut down. Right, exactly. All your ideas, just keep writing. And then, you know, you take out the little things that you don't think is necessary or doesn't sound right. Let's talk about, like, what you did in the past. So you said that you weren't at first. So what was your first, um, like, job? Because were you a teacher right off the right off the bat? No, I didn't. Yeah. Give me the highlights of of your story. Give me whatever. I I really liked uh, forensic psychology, like I said. That was my bachelor's. Um, But I didn't really know what I wanted to do, like most of us, you know. So I was just trying to figure it out. Uh, I started as a banker, actually. And I just started because I knew somebody in the bank. They got me a job. It was Mm -hmm. good money. But for the bank made me realize that I did not want to (laughs) work for a bank for the rest of my life or retail or anything like that. They were very just, you know, not my type of thing by the book. I liked working with people and families and having a real kind of relationship with them, Mm -hmm. not just, you know, here's your money and that's it. So after the bank, I did a lot of different um, working with kids types of jobs. So I was a substitute teacher. Yeah. I worked as something called a waiver service provider, which is basically I have a, a caseload and I have to go to this kid's house to like teach them different skill sets. So that's another thing I did. And I worked in a foster care agency. Really? Um, yeah. I worked in a foster care agency. After I graduated, I took a whole bunch of city tests just for the heck of it to see, you know, if I get called. And while I was working in foster care, I got called for ACS. So I was like, I already have some of the experience. I might as well. ACS, help me, help me out with that. <laughs> That's um, uh, Administration of Children's Services. So got it. if your child is being neglected or abused, mm-hmm. I would go and check it out. Or possibly remove the kid from the home. What? Yeah. So let's talk about uh, hobbies. Like I know we talked about it earlier with the with the uh, virus, but like, what kind of fun things do you like to do? Like when it comes to are you sports? I know we just said the Mets. So are you a big uh, Mets fan? <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm a big Mets fan. <laughs> I'm a New York fan. Okay, so. <laughs> What? I jog too. Oh yeah, I mean I'm not like running every day, but I try to do it at least on the weekends. Um, so yeah, I googled this this trail 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I run sometimes, but I can only run when I have music. I just can't. I get bored. I was about to say, you get bored. I know a lot of people like that. I get really bored. It's like, da 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 da, da. Okay, mm-hmm. I can only hear my feet hit the ground so, so much. <laughs> but I literally can't. Like, I just don't... I, I tried, but I just... It lasts maybe, like, three minutes. You can. You can do it. Let's see. What else, what else do you want to talk about? Like, do you like to help people? Is that, a like, a big passion of yours? Yes, it is. Um, I mean, obviously as a teacher, but, I mean, outside of that, right? Mainly because I've had um, challenging moments, especially in my childhood. And I think writing really helped me get through those times as well. So... I would say, yeah, definitely helping people, showing them that, you know, anything is possible. Mm-hmm. Really, when you put your mind to it. I, I recently read this book, The Secret. They actually made it, a, I think, a Netflix show, too. I don't know if you've seen it. I know you said you like Netflix. But mm-hmm. the book is really good. You should read the book first. I need to get into reading. Like, um, I'm a big sports guy, like, huge sports guy. Mm-hmm. So I tend to, like watch and read a lot of sports and my, my dad always scoffs at us because my entire family is sports he thinks that it's just we fill like our brains with useless information about what teams people play for and he he doesn't understand like he under, doesn't understand like diehard sports fans you don't understand unless you're one because it's a uh, you you're a, you get a you don't understand it too either apparently I don't. <laughs> it's it's because you're living vicariously through other people I guess it's just an escape. You know what I learned about? I'm 33. You know what I learned about life, Patricia, in 33 years? What? People need escapes from their problems. That's all I've learned. <laughs> it's true, though. Like, you need to escape. Like, everyone has different, like, types of escapisms. I think that's a word. I think that's a word. Let's say in, like, in 10 years, do you still see yourself teaching? boss uh, person I would have to work on some stuff maybe go back to school but yeah eventually I'm thinking of it do you think people expect handouts nowadays yeah (laughs) all the time and it's awful but people do play favorites you can't deny that though Patricia they do that's the way of the world though you know it's it's not what you know it's who you know we could spend another uh, hour talking about um, you know fair and unfair (laughs) life's not fair right that's what your next book needs to be about. Life not being fair. Yeah, courtesy of the Sensibly Cynical Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Anything on your mind? Uh, no, but thank you so much for having me. It was really nice meeting you, and I like the vibe also. Yeah. Anybody that's watching, check out Princess Sophia on Amazon. My Instagram is transcending with Trish. And feel free to message me if you guys have any questions or comments. All right. Well, like I said, thank you for your time today. Yes, thank you. So nice meeting you. Have a good one. You too. Bye. All right, there you go. That was my interview with author Patricia Martucci. You know, we've gotten a huge 
um, rise in listenership lately, and I want to thank you for supporting because some of you have listened to the podcast from basically the beginning. You know, when I was with Frank Jag, and I have been, you know, contemplating new ideas, etc., and I finally came to my senses and be like, all right, I'm just going to do it. So that was Mr. Cynic. And I feel like the first episode that I released last week titled Mr. Cynic Procrastination um, was highly thought of by you, the listeners. And I'm so appreciative of the feedback I get. If you could please check us out on Instagram at Sensibly Cynical Pod on Twitter at Cynical Sensibly, and please check out our Facebook group. Also, if you could please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, I'd be highly, highly appreciative. Coming up, I will be talking with the guys over at the Simpsons Did It podcast, talking everything Simpsons. So be on the lookout for that. And thanks for listening to this episode of Sensibly Cynical. Please mask up, stay safe, and take care.